podcast. I'm your host, Adam Morales, and I'm here with my co-host, Maria de Andar, Danielle Duran, and Vanessa Mora. And today's topic is syllabus. Um, what is the syllabus to you guys? Okay, like... <laughs> um, the syllabus is basically your schedule for the rest of the semester. Um, that's how I see it, like... If you're going to make a schedule, go based off your syllabus. It kind of tells you everything to expect for the semester. Yeah, like basically tells you the percentages, so like exams, quizzes, homeworks. It sometimes tells you if it has extra credit or like it legit sometimes tells you the whole schedule. So we're like this week, it's we're doing this and this. This day we have exams. So like, it's like the rubric of a class. Exactly. And due dates and everything. So technically, you have the whole semester in one page, most of the time. Yes. Um, so for me, in my experience, I noticed that when we got the syllabus, some classes did actually give me a physical copy. And they were like, look, just look at it. This is your percentages. Like, for example, one of my classes um, would have been like, for, to get an A is between 100 and 90. But to get a B is between a 75 and an 89. And the teacher explained why, um, and it's kind of, it, it's good. He lets you know, like, hey, you, I'm giving you leeway, so please don't mess it up. Uh, but also, some of my teachers didn't give me a syllabus. They gave it to me online. They were like, okay, I put it online. We're not going to go over it straight into the class. What do you think is better, like, to actually sit down, go through a syllabus as a class, or just, like, here you go, let's move on? I know professors have to like go over the syllabus on like the first day of class. Um, they some give you like the hard copy, some don't. But like that's your job as a college student at this point to like if you don't get, if you're not given the hard copy, you have it online. They're not teachers aren't supposed to give you the hard copy. It's just something they do out of like kindness, you know, save trees. Huh? Um, but <laughs> I know that people usually like hard copies. Because you could write down notes, and yeah. it's just like, you know, something, a physical paper you could have. If anything, you just print yours online and just transfer your notes onto it. But yeah, I feel like it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. So do you personally actually, like, <clears throat> grab the syllabus and put it in a binder and keep on looking through them, like, for the whole year? Or do you just, like, put it in your backpack and never see it again? Well, I actually do have a binder with all my syllabus, and then, like, all my teachers, like, put the rubric, and I set them up to the same week and then I highlight what it what's done and then I put it to the next one okay next time this is due and like to keep on oh that's what okay. I actually did yeah. yesterday and it helped <laughs> but, a lot but what I did is I put them in front of my desk on the wall so like, I taped it so it's in your wall yeah it's in my wall I could see it I'm like okay because especially because I have two online classes mm -hmm. so like it's harder to like, cause they don't, obviously they put it online, so it's right. harder to print it out and like see it. So like looking for it, it's like okay, oh, like I forgot this, you know. So it's better to have that. And then I mean, I know sometimes teachers give um, syllabus quizzes online, so like mm -hmm. that kind of forces you to look at the syllabus. That, yeah. that's uh, I think that's a good thing from the teacher to actually at least give you something to check that you actually read the syllabus. Mm -hmm. Uh, because I know, personally, I used to just get the copy and just put it away, never see it again, and I, I think when I took uh, one of my government classes, my teacher did that, 
And that's when I started actually looking at the syllabus because it kind of forced me like, hey, please pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for the newer students or the people that are listening to this podcast, um, what kind of hints or things would you tell them to do when they get the syllabus? All like tips and stuff yeah. like that. For me, what I actually want to start doing, and I feel like it would help me in the long run, is to get like my like as soon as I get them, to kind of like transfer like special dates onto like a planner, um, just so like you won't lose track of things and you can kind of see things where things overlap. Also, start getting a head start on looking at your finals week. Because, like, um, sometimes there's things, like, it's, I don't think it's ever happened where things overlap. But just just in case where things overlap, the teacher usually tells you on the first day of class, make sure you look at your final state, make sure everything's okay, because that you can't change. Yeah. So you need to give the teacher, like, enough time to know about certain things and stuff like that. Like, what I usually do is I already have a planner and everything. And so, like, in the syllabus, it tells you... Like I said, like it has the test dates, so I already added there and like assignments, homeworks as well. But you just start adding them right away, so that like when you're looking through it, you're like, oh, okay, like I have to study for this test. Cause I remember once I had like a test every day, oh. like one and then one. So <laughs> like, okay, I need to make time and like, so like I knew for sure. That you were gonna have that test. Right. For me this semester I'm taking four online classes so I had to get like a all my syllabus printed to see because they base they mostly go three out of the four are based on modules so I have to like know where I'm going and, and I and I actually got ahead one week already just in case you never know what what can happen so you know you're already behind already uh, ahead. So in a way just being aware like of the dates that you have mm-hmm. um also, in the syllabus, I noticed that some of my classes did state right away, like in big, bold letters, I don't know yours, that there was extra credit and the weeks that were there, or there was no extra credit and that's it. Did any of you see any, any of those? Um, extra credit, um, not all teachers would give extra credit. I noticed, like for me, like in my personal experiences, the like um, extra credit was usually given in like um, the not the lower level classes, but like kind of like their your basics, your basics. Oh. Like that's where I noticed where a lot of extra credit came out. But as you go up, you might have those teachers. You will you will start to have those teachers where it's like where they tell you it's college. You guys don't get extra credit. Like you guys should already be on on top of it. And some of them just don't believe in extra credit. And some some of them don't believe in like giving you makeup exams. Some of them don't believe in giving you work of them. Like you already get, were given the syllabus. The only time you could like not take the exam on the date where it's specified is if like there's like an emergency. So that's that's what I advise you like other students listening right now is um, don't get too comfortable, but just make sure you know what the professor expects from you. Sometimes you have like a more lenient professor. Sometimes you don't. Not that it's a bad thing, but it's just just know what your professor expects from you and as a student. It kind of gives you like a rubric of how your teacher is mm-hmm. and kind of expects you to be, like mm-hmm. you said. Um, also, in the syllabus, we have a lot of the things that we need to have, like the books, textbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, did your teacher, um, uh, well, one thing I recommend is that if the teacher doesn't uh, state it, 
in person, ask them. Uh, so we're gonna have gonna buy a different copy of the book, a different version, because I know some of the teachers want the newest one. Mm -hmm. But if you talk to them, they might be like, you know what? You can have the sixth version instead of the ninth version. Just be aware that it changes just a little. Um, do you think it's a what about you? Do you have any problems with that with your teachers when they ask you for like your textbooks? Um, I know for some classes, yes, I, that they want specifically a book, but usually it's because of homework. Like they assign problems and like certain editions have different numberings of homeworks. Mm -hmm. But usually if there's like no homeworks from the book, they'd be like, okay, you go back like a few editions. It's usually the exact same thing except for a few like footnotes that are different. Um, I don't know about you guys. Uh, for, <laughs> for mine, like, uh, my teacher did specify that she wanted the 8th edition, that we couldn't go any, like, 7, 6, anything, because it's an online class, so uh -huh. it will say, like, uh, chapter 1, question 6, and she doesn't put the question, and oh. she just puts the blank, so you can actually follow, so you can't have another edition. It's a specific to it has to be, Yeah, and she did specify, like, in the syllabus, no other edition is allowed and stuff. Yeah, for my teachers, they also... Either told us in person or emailed us saying like, oh, like, uh, you need this edition because like overall, like what I'm gonna ask you in the exams or quizzes, it's based on this book. Because I mean, they they could be like, yeah, you can get the fourth, but like it's mainly the fifth, you know. So, yeah, and like the questions or footnotes, like Daniel said. Yeah. Um, I noticed that some of the teachers, like for example, I have a teacher. It's a. She wanted the nine version, but she was like, you know what? You can have the six, seven, or eight. Like, it doesn't matter. They're almost the same. Either way, I just want you to have the book so you can actually read about it. Um, and that, that kind of helped me out because the books are expensive. Um, but luckily for that class, I managed to get the book for like 10, 10 bucks. But for the rest of the classes are like 80 plus. Yeah. Um, also, I think in the labs, also in the syllabus, um, I recommend whoever's taking a lab to look at the rubric. Because in the labs, they tell you, of course, your uh, personal protection items, um, but also the, the way they expect you to write your essay or your lab reports. Mm -hmm. um, some teachers, they do the fear and change it, and they're kind of like telling you, don't put this thing, just write these things that you need. But most of the time, you just follow that rubric, and I still see a lot of people not following it and getting a really bad grade for the lab. Um, it cannot go below 50, because if you show up, you can do a recap 50% of the lab report. But is there any uh, tips you will give someone taking a lab? Um, for me, some professors are really picky about certain things. And usually it's not really the professors, it's usually like the TAs, because they're usually the ones who grade them. Sometimes it is the professors. But some professors will not give you a rubric or like a like a format. Uh, they'll give you kind of like a little rubric, like what they expect from it. But in terms of how to write it, they won't give you. Some of them won't give you like an example for, you know what I mean. So um, you're gonna have to go and personally ask the professor before you get assigned a lab report, because some will literally take points off if you don't put like a proper header or if you do bad spacing. That's five points. Bad grammar. Okay, that's ten no points. Cover. No cover page. Okay. Yeah, there's like a specific format for writing a lab report, and at first it seems kind of like annoying, like oh, I have to write it like this. Why so picky? But it makes sense. 
you guys are basically going to be scientists or if you're doing a lab report, it's it's very important that you get it correctly because it's it's part of the science world, I guess. Yeah, you kind of, <laughs> when you write your papers, you kind of need to, like, put you, them professionally. Yeah, you need to, it's, like, professional, and I get it. And um, it took me a while to finally figure out how to write lab reports, but if you don't know how to write lab reports, don't wait for the first lab report. Um, go talk to your professor, ask them about that. And just in general, like, homework, like, I know in the syllabus it tells you what they expect and, like, what to do, but sometimes you don't know how to do it. So as you look into your syllabus, not just for labs, but for class, if you have any questions, go ask your professor or, like, a TA before it gets to that point, since it's already the beginning of the semester. Yeah, another thing I will say is that if you are actually doing, like, a any paper, a lab report or a paper for a class, if you really don't know how to structure it, and for some reason you don't have access online, um, go to the writing center. Uh, they they will not like grab your paper and do it for you. They will just explain to you how to do it. Because uh, I, I went once and I was like, can you please help me find out why I think it's wrong? And I was expecting like, oh yeah, you just have to write it this way. But no, he was like, look at this way. You put it this way. This is what you have wrong. This is how you fix it. So they kind of... They do explain as well as the teachers. Mm -hmm. Like uh, my government teacher last semester, he had told us about this government paper that we could do that can change like the grade for like one exam. Really? And he told us, yeah, he told us that uh, we can start it like since the beginning of the of, like the semester. He told us like, yeah, it's due in November. Like you have to go to a meeting, take notes, and write a report, an essay. And that you can turn it in earlier. Like you can send it to email it to him, and he can help you at like not correct it, but tell you okay, you can you can fix this, you can write this mm -hmm. another way so that it could be better. So when you turn it in, you can get a higher grade. Okay, in my experience for my labs, they uh, my both of my TAs they actually send us a like a rubric of what they wanted, so that made it easy to like how what they expected on the lab report. I wish my tears were <laughs> And for you girls, like, in our case of taking um, online classes, I know that's, like, completely different from, like, in class. I've taken an online class before, but since I know you guys are taking online like classes fun. now, how is that, like, can you guys, like, explain, like, how, in terms of keeping all track of things, how that, how you guys going to do that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it gets a lot of time-consuming, like, just because... People think that just because they're online doesn't mean like you don't have a lot of stuff to do and like, oh, it's whenever you want, but you actually have to be on, like, on it all the time because they can just pop out stuff all the time and you just need to, like, you need to know your priorities when it comes to, like, online classes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the online classes are really tough and you really need the syllabus. Like, if you don't look at them, you're going to be lost, really, really lost because you don't have a teacher. You don't have anyone to tell you, hey guys, you have this there. So for your experience about like your online class, do you like stare at your syllabus like all day? No. <laughs> I mean, I have it there. Like, um, for example, one of the classes, it has like two dates, like Thursday and Saturday. So like I figured it out. Like an assignment, it's due Thursday. And then like the quiz, it's until Saturday. So like you have like... It already says in the rubric already, like, so every Saturday I have a quiz, so, like, mm -hmm. in, if, if I want to go out on a Saturday, okay, I'll be like, you know what, I'll do it on a Thursday, or I'll do it on Friday, you know? So, like, 
just organizing yourself. Um, we do have projects um, where I have to go like interview someone and like I have to make flyers and stuff. So it's not just quizzes or discussion boards, like it's like going out as well. I mean, mm -hmm. depends on which class. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and I know like I've taken an online class before and that's when I realized I cannot do online classes. <laughs> it's not for everybody and apparently it's not for me. So um, what they don't tell you about online classes is, yeah, sure, like you don't have lecture time, but you still have to dedicate a lot of time yeah. to studying. Yeah, a and, lot of time. And you don't realize like how much like a teacher explains to you. Like sometimes, yeah, like sometimes the classes can be a little boring or if they're early, you do get tired. But take advantage of that because, like, like for example, for like an online class, sometimes it's harder because there's no one to explain things to you. You'd have to email them email back. And by the time they email you back, back and yeah. stuff, and you don't have like someone like behind you, like, oh, what did he say or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do say this that sometimes online teachers they do put the lecture online. Mm -hmm. Maybe kind of late sometimes, but they usually like. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't happened to me but I've heard some, for some people. But, like, some teachers, they do, like, do lectures. Like, you have to, like, go and see. Mm -hmm. So, at least they have something. I mean, instead of just, like, ah, like an email, you know? Yeah. And, like, just figure it out. But every teacher is different, though. Yeah, yeah every teacher is different. So, that's another thing, like, yeah. if you're... Keep in mind, if you're going to take online. <laughs> yeah, not just online classes, but, like, in general. But mm -hmm. especially for online classes, you want to be very careful with that. Yeah. Because, like, 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 you had mentioned before, like, you guys mentioned, like, there's not going to be anybody telling you what mm -hmm. to do. And um, then especially because some classes are not offered, like, in class, and you have to take, take them it online no matter or what. Like, it doesn't fit your schedule, mm -hmm. and you want to take it or you need to take it. So you're kind of forced into it? Yeah. I'm, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just have one more quick thing to add. Um, not just like class schedule, but more about dates, special dates, like drop dates. Just in case you guys want to drop classes, keep an eye out for those dates. Because like mm -hmm. some kids are like, okay, let me see, last day to drop. And sometimes it's too late. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I know that a lot of people that I know, Personally, the day that it was the drop day, they were like, hey, when is the drop day? Because I need to like drop this class. I'm like, dude, it's like today in like 20 minutes. <laughs> so it is uh, useful and mostly, like you said, in online classes to keep those dates in mind. Because if you're really doing really, really, really bad, you want to drop it before it actually hurts your EPA. Mm -hmm. um, but remember, we do have the six drop uh, limit. Uh, if you already drop six classes, well, you can't anymore. Actually. I mean, for first-time students, uh, most of them, like, they either barely hear about it, the six-drop rule, or the three-peat rule, you know, which Oh, I mean, yeah, when you take you, three in the class three times. That if you take it again, like, it, they charge you. They charge Extra. you. They charge you, like, a lot. Like, I've heard <laughs> that it's a lot. I haven't done it. But, like, I've learned the three-peat rule, like, this year, because I was in, for one of my classes, we had to, it was expressive arts, so we, like, did a visual. A visual image of the syllabus. So, like, I mean, that was my teacher. I don't know if anyone's... I mean, most of the teachers don't do that, right? But my teacher... You did was cool. We, <laughs> uh, we, we did that. We drew, like... We... Yeah, we drew everyone. Like, we were putting groups, and we drew, like, the syllabus. Like, on the wall. It's pretty cool. I wish that was that easy. Uh, you should not only read the rubric, but read, like... Like the all the yeah. I know. Oh, the dates. I'm one of my online teacher. I was reading through the syllabus and during 
like one of the paragraphs she put if you got up to here go ahead and email me before though i think it was the 16 and during the break right and then i'll give you 10 extra points on something and i was like what and i that right away but it was so that you can actually get to the whole syllabus and she'll give you extra points yeah, like we have hitting things in there. Yeah, can you please give me the name of those teachers again? No, but uh, I know that in a lot in my syllabus, um, especially in my oh, right now I'm taking physics because I, I can't take it. But I I noticed that my rubric was really really specific, rather than the dates and homework and everything. It had like blocks telling me, okay, week one. We're gonna study these two subjects, and we're gonna question it. Then we're gonna study two more, and we're gonna test you in all four. And then again, two more quiz. When we get to the other two, another test. And then, even though sometimes it's like a tentative syllabus, like it sometimes it doesn't even change by a lot. It will be around the same time. So yeah. Like the only tentative part that I have seen in my classes and my teachers told me is the final part. Like, mm -hmm. we probably won't get to this part, guys. Um, I'm sorry, but if we don't, don't worry about it. I will let you know, and then we yeah, check that. Yeah, that's the, that's the main thing. Like, even if you have the rubric there, listen, like, it might change. Like, you mm -hmm. never know. Things might happen. I mean, I remember my friend, her teacher got pregnant. So she, like, she left. You know, she was about to give birth and stuff. So, like, things change. Mm -hmm. Like, things happen. So like rely on it, but also keep in mind and like be ready. For be change. ready if if the teacher suddenly tells you like oh like I'm gonna change this year or like. And also don't expect change. Like for example, um, I remember one of my classes, the professor like he kind of went slow on some chapters. And we're like, okay, well, our exam is this day. He's not gonna, but it has to be on these chapters. There's no way he's gonna finish that chapter. He's totally gonna move the exam back. He did not. You know what he did the week before? He just said he just started cramming everything in super fast, and he went through all the chapters so fast. And he goes, "Okay, exam next week." And we're like, "Okay, dude, what?" And then we're like, "Okay, fine, fine." And then so we just had to like do it. Like, Study a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's another thing. Like some professors are really strict about that. So even if you do see like something like, "Oh, like he's he was missing one day." There's, there's no way he's going to have an exam no, the next yeah. day. Don't, don't expect that. Yeah. They'll let you know. They'll let you know for sure when oh stuff happens. Some, but some don't, though. Yeah, some, some don't. don't but someone to, shows up. You go to class, no one's there. Oops. <laughs> um, well, one little thing I want to add is that uh, some of my teachers, like at least one I know for a fact, that he told us our test dates. He told us, I know I'm showing you everything that you need to know, but please... The, keep in mind that I'm only taking an account three test because you know we have three tests and then a final. Mm -hmm. Please just don't count on taking the final. Like if you can avoid taking the final, just pass everything else, like the three tests. And I um, don't even try to take the final. If you can help it, you'll be fine. But if you don't, well, there's the final for it because it's gonna replace your lowest grade. But uh, I think that's really something to keep in mind that goes with everything that we have said that to keep track of the schedule like make your own schedule in a reminder um actually paying attention to those like about emails a lot, i think i feel like you should always be like checking your emails if you can like put it on your phone so you can get notifications of it because well for my online classes i know a lot of i'm, I'm always receiving emails like emails 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 so 
like it helps to have it like in your phone so you can have easy access to your email because it helps oh yeah notifications to blackboard sometimes mm -hmm. new stuff comes up a quiz boom yeah and then like, like there's an uh, like a uh, app for blackboard and then like if you have the notifications on on it was it will tell you like uh you uh, like the due dates of everything like like a quiz one due in two days or stuff like that and it actually helps it's funny because every time i have it every time mm -hmm. i pick a test like it just pops i'm like <laughs> I don't want to open it. Great yeah. post it. Yeah, yeah exactly. great post it. Yeah. Show me that. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> Not right now. Okay. Yeah, happy uh, Toss your phone now. <laughs> no. Yeah, but it helps having like those little yeah. apps. It helps. Well, any last things you like to say? Oh, I have one last thing. Um, if you are struggling in the class, the syllabus has office hours, and the professor or TA's email. If you are struggling, go visit them and go ask them for help. The office hours are there for you. So go and find them, track them down, hunt them down. Be like, hey, professor, you told me I could come talk to you. If you have questions before it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, some teachers tell you, like, if you come to my office hours, I'll give you five extra points. So, like, that's oh, yes. too... <laughs> you, you're going through a really long stone and mm -hmm. asking them questions and you get extra points. I mean, mostly yeah, like, I think. Oh, sorry. I think it's mostly like, like basics or like for first year mm -hmm. students. Like as you go, like junior, senior, harder classes, you notice that they don't have that anymore. But like for at least your first year, you know you have these advantages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I, I feel like office hours are really important because sometimes in class I'll be like shy to ask because I think oh, it's a stupid question, right? Mm -hmm. But then I go to the office hours and I feel more comfortable because it's only me. So you have like, and then I'll explain everything for you. So mm -hmm. it helps a lot, like the office hours. Mm -hmm. Is that it? Yeah, that's well, important. Just to kind of wrap it up. Um, pay attention to the syllabus. Keep a little uh, calendar. Well, uh, calendar, I will say. Also, binder with your syllabus if you can. Yeah. Or put them anywhere in your house that you are constantly going to see it. Um, go talk to your teachers, like we said in the last. That they have the office hours for you, for a student, and they're really happy, like, a lot of them entice you, like, hey, I'll give you extra points, or, hey, I, I have food, I don't know. And they will be more likely just try to help you out. And don't be afraid, like I said, um, yes, it's a new semester, maybe you're new to the school again, but it's going to help you a lot just to keep in, I don't know, at least have a balance in your life of homework, free time, and whatever you know. Like, reflect on what you did your first semester, what you did right, what you did wrong, what you could change, what you can fix, how to organize yourself in a better way, and, like, implement that this semester. Well, that will wrap up the FYE podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.